Welcome to the Authentic Life Connection Podcast. I'm your host, Seth Wusk. I'm a master certified life coach, author, personal trainer, and nutrition specialist. For over a decade, I've been helping people with their dreams and goals for their life and health. I spent many years watching people get frustrated with their journey in life and giving up on taking actions towards their goals. So I dug in deep to find answers to why so many of us face this same frustration and struggle in life. So in this podcast, we're going to dive in deep on topics surrounding what it means to consistently live a fulfilling and authentic life, where you are unstoppable in taking action towards your dreams and goals. So the only question is, are you ready to start living your most authentic and fulfilling life once and for all? Then let's get started, shall we? Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. For those of you listening in for the first time, welcome, welcome. You picked a fascinating episode to join in on, and I know I say this every week, and I mean it every week. And this week, we are beginning a first part of a series that I'm going to be talking with you all about leadership. Um, This is going to be at least a two-part series. It may possibly end up turning into a three-part series. I literally just before sitting down to record this episode, guys, I was on the phone with my best friend and talking about how how I was feeling about recording this podcast episode and voicing some of the frustrations that I was feeling about it. And the biggest frustration that I'm feeling right now is about the fact that there's just so much that I want to talk with you all about here. And this uh, this topic is so complex, and there's so much that we could discuss that could be helpful. And it was really just like, the more I dove into it, the more I found, and the more I found, the more I wanted to talk about. And, um, you know, typically I research my, my podcast episodes for a, a couple of weeks before I actually have an outline and I'm ready to, to kind of put it into a podcast episode. I have been putting together the outline for a podcast episode on leadership for over a month now. And it's like every time I'm like, okay, this week is the week I'm going to talk about it. And then I start doing some of my reading to prepare for it. And I'm like, oh my God, no, there's so much more I want to talk about. And now I've got to refigure out how I'm going to organize this and how can I fit it into a one hour episode. And it was just like, oh my God, there's so much information. So I decided to make it into a series of at least two parts. Like I said, it could end up being three parts. I'm, I think I've got it <laughs> narrowed down into a way that I can talk about it in two parts, but there's a possibility and I'm going to leave it open that we may end up having three parts to this. So what we're going to be talking about in this series is leadership and what it actually means and some ways that we've been sort of programmed and taught to look at leadership that I see in uh, my clients and in society as being ways that we're sort of holding ourselves back here with the potential of leadership and um, sort of harming ourselves and other people in the way that we we look at leadership and define leadership and go about the process of leading. So this week, as we begin this topic with part one, I thought the most useful way for me to begin this this series would be to... Uh, I'm not going to say I'm going to define leadership today because we're going to talk more about what leadership is next week. But what I want to do today is differentiate something for you all that I think is important for us to understand first and foremost before we even really talk about what leadership is, is to define one thing that it is not. 
And to differentiate these two terms, it's another term that we're basically using synonymously with leadership, and that is the concept of management. Okay, so I want to take the time today to kind of break these two concepts apart and help you all understand the difference between the two and how not understanding the difference between the two is actually causing us a lot of dysfunction and chaos and feelings of unfulfillment and frustration. And so I feel like us kind of breaking these apart and really seeing the difference between the two, but also how they both need each other would be important. Okay, so that's that's really what I want to focus on today. But before I jump into that, I think it's also important that we understand, and we're going to talk more about this next week, it's important for us to understand that leadership is not something that only certain people need to be concerned with because only certain people will have what it takes to be leaders. This is a big misconception about leadership that I want to break through in this series. Every person on this planet that is born is a born leader. Every single one of you out there listening, and even those of you out there who are not, I'm you know, sending it out into the universe as a message, everyone is a born leader. There's no such thing as certain types of people being born to be leaders and others are born to be followers. And in fact, we all, at all points in time in our lives, are doing a little bit of both, okay? And this is important to understand, to break apart this story, that leadership is something that only certain people need to be concerned with, and it's those people that are going to be leaders in the world, and those people that are going to be leaders are the people that are born with those, you know, specific traits or abilities that make them a leader, And I want to sort of dissect this story and break it apart for you. And we're going to talk more about that next week as far as this idea that leadership is like a certain set of traits or a certain set of behaviors and whatnot. We're going to really dissect that next week. But for this week, what's just important before we go on to talk about the difference between leadership and management is that I want you all to understand don't skip over this episode because you're like, oh, I'm not a leader. I'm going to just, I, I just, you know, want someone to lead me. I'm looking to leaders. I'm not going to be a leader in my own life. I'm not much of a leader. I'm more of a follower. I'm going to call the bullshit on this, okay? I'm, I'm pulling the bullshit, you know, lever on this one. There, There's no such thing as born leaders and born followers. We all lead and we all follow in different aspects of our lives at different times and in different combinations. We're all doing it, okay? Everyone that is listening to me right now, I want you to hear me when I say this. You are a leader in one way or another. And so understanding what leadership means and the difference between leadership and management is important for you. Don't think that this doesn't apply to you because you're just not, quote unquote, a natural born leader. I'm, you know, calling the BS on that story. There's no such thing as a natural born leader and a natural born follower. All right? So... We live in a time now, though, where I think we're beginning to see that there are more options for us than the stories of our past have told us are possible for us. So we're seeing doors opening for new possibility that before were, you know, we thought were walls or, you know, barriers. And we're being... We're being shown now that there are available options for us in finances, in health, in careers, in education, and in so much more. And to navigate these sort of times moving forward into new ideas, we often look to leadership. 
And I want you all to understand that we have some very unhelpful models of leadership, such as the fact that there are certain born leaders and certain born followers. We also have some concepts of what leadership is that are very unhelpful, that have been deeply programmed into our stories of life. And therefore, what we will look to when it comes to times like these that we're living in, where we will look for leadership and how we will look for it in the people around us, how those who are looking to quote unquote be leaders will go about trying to lead. And we have some very unhelpful models when it comes to this. And I think first and foremost, it's important for us to understand that we have those and that we want to begin dissecting them. We want to begin looking at them. We want to begin breaking apart these stories, starting with this confusing story that we have about leadership and management basically being the same thing and not having clearly defined differences between the two, and what each role is there for, and how we not only separate them, but also how they work together. And like I said, one of the things that I'm I'm personally beginning to explore in my own lives, and, and in the lives of my clients, is this idea of the fact that there are no natural-born leaders and natural-born followers. It's this idea that we are all leaders in our own lives. And this is one of the first stories that I want to begin breaking apart, is that we are all leaders in our own lives. And I think right now, like I said, is an important time for us to talk about this, not only because as we look at the world around us, and we look at how fast technology is changing, governments are changing, financial situations are changing, um, so much is changing in the world around us about what is possible for us and what's, what is going on. And we're looking to leadership out there for answers of how we are going to move forward, what's going to be possible for us, what are we going to do, what is the vision that we're working towards. We're looking out there for this. But also, we are at a point in time, it's February of 2023, and many people have decided to use this new year, this 2023, this sort of imaginary construct of a new year as being an opportunity to explore new possibility in life for ourselves individually. And what we are looking for right now as we explore this is strong leadership in life to direct the way to a path that is authentic and fulfilling for us and that pulls us towards the life that we truly desire, that we're looking to begin in 2023. And so I think right now is a great time for us to discuss this idea of leadership And that is why I have chosen this week, this time, to begin this series on leadership. And this week, as I said, what I want to focus on is beginning this discussion about what leadership looks like and how it applies in how we approach our own lives and in how we approach leadership out there and how we're going to lead other people or other people, we're going to look to other people for leadership. And like I said, it's the fact that we as a society have gotten to this point where we look at leadership and management almost synonymously, and we don't even realize that we're doing it. I was actually talking to a friend recently about some frustrations that they were experiencing with a manager at their work. And a lot of the frustrations that they were experiencing had to do with the fact that they were looking to this manager for leadership, but this was a manager. And This is so indicative of the issue that we're going to talk about today is the fact that we don't know how to distinguish what leadership is 
separate from management. And there are many reasons why this is. We're going to talk about some of those next week. But I want you all to begin to consider the, the fact that your concept of leadership may very well be mixed in with the, the idea, the concept of what management is and how not distinguishing between the two, not understanding what each unique role is and how it applies out there as far as like in management positions in business and in government and whatnot um, versus leadership positions or people that we look to for leadership by not distinguishing between the two, we, we really do a disservice to ourselves. And we're creating a lot of frustration for ourselves in our work environments, in government, and how we're approaching finances, and also in how we are approaching our own lives when it comes to having goals for ourselves and being leaders in our own lives. So I want to today begin to discuss the fact or open up this idea for you all that management and leadership are are very different. They're two very different things. Leaders are not necessarily managers. Leaders do not necessarily take on management roles and tasks. And people who have decided to act in a role of leadership will not necessarily be also acting in a way that would cause them to be seen as great managers. And at the same time, managers are not the same as leaders. Some managers will lead some and some will not, just like some leaders will do some management and some will not. But more often than not, leaders, people who are leading, do not make great managers, and people who are managing do not make great leaders. And today I want to discuss why that is. And it's not because there's something wrong with the people that are managing and they should be better leaders or because there's something wrong with the people who are leading and they should be better managers. No, they're actually two very different roles. And when we're talking about leading and managing other people, maybe we want to begin to consider the fact that we don't want the same people in both roles, because this gets messy and confusing. And I'm hoping today distinguishing between the t- these two is going to kind of clear up why. So when we talk about leadership versus management, management is about achieving results that have been clearly defined within clearly defined parameters, with actions that have also been clearly defined while following specific rules that are also clearly defined. If you can imagine that management is what makes sure that all parts are working and doing their defined jobs within a system or a machine that already exists and is defined, okay? That is management in a nutshell. Leadership is what rallies parts of a system, a machine, people together to build sort of a new system or machine when it is recognized that the old machine or system is no longer creating the results that are genuinely desired or we're beginning to see flaws in the results that it is creating and we're seeing that maybe we want to move in a different direction or maybe there might be other opportunities. Leadership is about innovation, It's about risk-taking and creating. Management, on the other hand, is about risk reduction, 
task supervision and following something that is predefined to make sure that all things are being done according to the predefinition. And I want to be clear here. Management can also be leadership to some extent, and leadership does entail some level of management sometimes, but the main objectives of both are very different. And many people confuse these two and the roles of management and leadership, which leads to a lot of frustration when we're going to look at someone who's in a management role and we're looking to them for leadership. It's kind of like going to a Mexican restaurant and then getting irritated that we are ordering Chinese food and we're not getting Chinese food or vice versa. So I want to be clear here that these roles have very different objectives. But also, both are very important. So it's not like one is more important than the other, and therefore we need less of one and more of the other and more of one. It's more like at different times, we want more of one than the other and less of one than the other and vice versa. And it's about balancing and figuring out how much of each role is necessary at different times in our progress, in our growth, in our innovation, in our creativity, and in discovering what is possible for us. Many leaders make horrible managers, and many managers make horrible leaders. This is why, when we look at this from an external perspective, as far as leading groups of people or communities, it's very important that great leaders surround themselves with great managers that believe in the leader's vision and in the purpose of the leader. And these are basically people who will supervise and manage the efficiency and consistency of tasks that will bring the leader's innovation into fruition and do so effectively, consistently, reliably, and efficiently. Managers also help leaders to find a way to make their new ideas flow seamlessly into existing systems so as not to cause more chaos than needed during transitions to new innovations. It's like instead of just throwing out the old machine because we have a new idea of a new machine, it's like having a time where the manager can, or having a manager is like helping the leader figure out, okay, here's how we can start taking the existing machine and changing parts of it so it's getting closer and closer to the new machine that we want to build instead of having this period of time where there's no machine and there's just utter chaos because we don't know what we're creating. Sometimes this is also, we want that. Sometimes we want to just throw out the old machine and start completely new and have this time of chaos where there's no machine and we're just figuring out how to build a new one. Sometimes we want that, but other times we don't. And this is where management can be helpful in terms of there being a leader surrounded by managers. The key here is to understand that managers will be the people that tell other people what to do and make sure they're doing the things within the clearly defined rules and parameters of the new vision, the new path that we're taking forward, and to do so in a way that reduces risks, reduces risk, reduces inconsistency, as much as possible. Whereas leaders are there to question the rules, to create new ideas and how things can be done and bring out totally new ideas that will involve risk, that will involve inconsistency. And the truth is when we look to leaders to create consistency, to create, um, you know, the, the clearly defined and consistent, uh, you know, growth and movement towards an objective, we're going to feel really frustrated with leaders. And we do a huge discredit to leaders when we look to them 
to be managers. But also, we do a huge discredit to managers when we look to them to be leaders. In other words, to inspire us, to move us towards a common goal. That's not their role. Their role is not to inspire you. That's the role of a leader. Just like the role of a leader is not to, you know, go around the day-to-day tasks and be like, all right, now you do this and you do this this way and you make sure you do this this way and do this consistently and this is how long you do it and blah, 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 blah. That's not the role of a leader. That's the role of a manager. So if we look for to a leader to, to be telling us to do these things, we're going to feel extremely frustrated with our leaders and we're going to discredit them. We're going to brush them aside and push them out of the way faster than maybe they could have accomplished a lot of great things that we would have wanted to see from them. So I want you all to begin to see here that when it comes to this misunderstanding and this kind of lumping together management and leadership, we're doing a huge disservice to ourselves. And the fact that we are... We're sort of rushing past managers, good managers and good leaders, and feeling frustrated with them and discarding them or disregarding them because we're looking to them to be one or the other that they're not. We're looking to managers to be great leaders and then feeling frustrated with them and discarding them and being like, oh, he wasn't a good enough leader or he wasn't doing this, this and this. So he's a terrible manager when really what we were expecting out of them was leadership. And we're discarding leaders because we're expecting them to do management roles and they're not doing it well. And so we're like, oh, they're not a great leader. And we toss them out. And then we feel really frustrated. And we're like, what is going on here? Why don't we have great leaders? Why don't we have great managers? And the truth is, it's because they are two very different roles, but they both very much need each other. And this doesn't just apply to out there when we're talking about looking to other people around us to lead and to manage or looking to ourselves to lead and manage other people. This also applies in our personal development. And this is another aspect of this that I want to talk with you all about today because we're not only doing ourselves a huge disservice right now in the fact that we're lumping together these concepts of management and leadership And therefore, we're doing ourselves a huge disservice by discrediting a lot of great leaders and a lot of great managers because they're not the other. We're discrediting great managers because they're not great leaders, and we're discrediting great leaders because they're not great managers. And so we're just tossing the baby out with the bathwater because they're not both. And we're not seeing that like two different people can be doing these jobs and that being a great leader does not necessarily mean that they also need to be a great manager and they can still be a great leader and have other people manage. And they can also be a great manager and have other people leading. And it's when we look to them for both that we end up putting them in a category of like, oh, they're no good and we kind of toss them out. Or we do this with ourselves and it's like we are, you know, wanting to lead, but then when it comes down to the the daily task Um, you know, sort of managing and supervising that. And when we see that this isn't our strength, we're like, oh my God, I'm a terrible leader. And then we sort of discredit ourselves and we back down from our leadership positions instead of seeing, no, it's not that we're not a great leader. It's just that we need people that are great at managing around us to help us with the management aspect of it. And that's okay. This is great because they're actually two different roles anyways. And it gets really confusing when we try and be excellent at both. I'm here to say that I don't think it's necessary, and I'm not even sure it's constructive for one person to be excellent at both. Now, there are leaders out there that can have some great skills in management, but then they're going to have areas of weakness. And this is okay. This is actually a great thing because these have two very different roles. And I think if we want someone to be an excellent leader, they're also going to want to be weak in areas of management. And if we want someone to be an excellent manager, we're going to want them to be weak in areas of leadership because of what these roles actually ask of them. 
If we think about this, and being an excellent manager, we, we don't want the manager to question the boundaries. We don't want them to question the rules. We want them to figure out ways, how do we follow the rules to create the most movement towards the goal? That's what we're looking for in a great manager. Like, can you move us towards this goal that, the, that we see clearly defined in front of us because we have a great leader? Can you move us towards us? Can you move us towards it effectively, efficiently, consistently, and reliably? This is what we want from a manager. And if they're constantly questioning the system, guess what? They're not going to move us effectively towards that goal because they're going to be constantly questioning the, the rules, the boundaries in which that system exists. We don't want that out of a manager. So I think we really want to question this idea of why is it that we're looking to great managers to also be great leaders and looking to great leaders to be great managers. We don't want leaders to be great managers because if they're an excellent leader, they will always be questioning the boundaries. They're not going to want to follow things consistently and reliably. And if they do, then guess what? They completely leave off the role of leadership, which is about innovation and risk-taking and creativity and questioning the boundaries of things. That's part of their role as a leader and inspiring people to do so and to follow them in new directions towards new possibility. So if they're also a great manager, they won't be a great leader. So we... We really want to, I think it's great if we bring into question this idea that we want one person to be both an excellent leader and an excellent manager, instead of seeing them as two very different functions that both need each other, but maybe two different people do them. Now, how this applies to what I said in the beginning of the podcast, the fact that you know, it's very easy for us to dismiss, oh, this isn't important for me because I'm not in a leadership position. I don't want to be in a leadership position. I'll just be a follower. I'm just going to be an employee. I'll just be a subordinate. So, you know, leadership and understanding leadership and management, that's not for me. No, my friends, because the other side to this is that when it comes to our role in our own lives for personal growth and development, we will in our own lives, embody both the role of leader and manager within our own life and being able to cre create vision for our life of where we want to go with it and what is possible for it and questioning what we currently believe is possible for it so we can move into new possibility. We want at all points in time in our life to be able to activate that part of us that is the leader that is able to question, that is able to be innovative, that is able to be creative, that is able to inspire all parts of us to move in a new direction. But at the same time, we want that part of us that's able to manage so that once we have a direction that we want to move in and we've clearly defined it, how do we create consistent action and, you know, committed action within those parameters to move towards the direction we want to go consistently, effectively, and efficiently, and reliably, and know that we can trust ourselves to do so. If you can imagine, and I, I have my clients visualize this often in our work together, I want you to imagine the fact that you, because as I talk about to you all about this idea of being both a leader and a manager within you, when we look at, you know, external systems like businesses, like governments, like um, communities and teams, you know, having these clearly defined roles and giving them to two different people, I think that's beneficial. I think that we, we really want to consider this idea of having these two roles separated and having two different people doing them. But when it comes to in our own lives, sometimes 
we can delegate roles of management to other people, and we can delegate roles of leadership to other people to help us with our personal growth, but we also want to be able to embody these both for ourselves and our own personal development. And the way that we can do this, because that feels very confusing to do, is to recognize that we are not a simple one-layer, simple being. We are a very complex being. If you can visualize the fact that you at all points in time have within you different parts that are a team, that are a family, that are a, communi- a community that, that work against each other, or that work, I'm sorry, work together with each other, or oftentimes we've actually been trained to use a model where we're pitting those parts against ourselves in this team, in this family, and we're pitting parts against ourselves, we'll talk about sort of some of those models of leadership and management next week and how those are going to affect our, our personal growth and development. But I think it's it's important for us to realize that we are these deeply complex beings. That we have we have more parts within us than just we're not this like one-sided being that's like, okay, either I'm a leader or a manager in my life. We are multiple parts. We have our inner child. We have our inner father figure. We have our inner mother figure. We have our inner um, higher being. We have our spiritual self. All of these parts trying to work together to create one life in which we go after what we truly desire and are creating it within this life. And so many of us out there are walking around with very dysfunctional communities, teams, and families within us because we don't clearly see this. And we don't clearly define the roles of management and leadership within ourselves. So I think it's crucial that we are very clear in being able to see this and define for ourselves the difference between leadership and management and how this works in ourselves in our own personal development. So remember, leadership is about innovation. It's about inspiration. It's about learning and taking risk and questioning the status quo and then creating a clear vision of a direction that is desired to move in. And then management is about managing all the moving parts to move in that direction with, with certainty, with security, with efficiency, with effectiveness, with commitment, and staying within the boundaries and rules of parameters that were decided upon when we decided on the direction to go in. And this is why, like I said, leaders are not great managers and managers are not great leaders. But if we're going to lead within our own lives and recognize that we all have the roles of management and leadership within our own lives. This isn't something we can, you know, when it comes to business, when it comes to our careers, we can delegate it to other people. Sure, we can. We can decide that I don't want to be a leader of other people. Believe it or not, in ways that you don't understand, you will be anyways, but that's beside the point. So we can see in, you know, very traditional roles of hierarchy and business and in jobs and in career that we see other people taking on roles of management and leadership and we'll just take the subordinate employee sort of role. But when it comes to our own lives, if we take on this same stance, this is what leads to so many people living these unfulfilled, inauthentic lives, is that they are not taking up the roles of management and leadership in their own lives in a way that is intentional and decided and also clearly defined and separated and also working together. So when it comes to within our own lives, this is important to understand the difference between leadership and management and how this applies to how we show up in our personal development. Because on the surface, like I said, when we talk about the role of management and leader, it can almost feel like these two roles conflict with each other. And in some ways, when we look at it, they do. 
But I want to also define here, they are necessary for each other to function. Because you see, without management, the innovations, the ideas, the questions of a leader become these abstract constructs that we feel out, that, that we feel, that we see, but they feel out of reach. We're kind of like, okay, I see the direction that I want to go in. I see where I want to be, but now how do I take the steps to get there? And this is where management comes in. But then without leadership, if we're only managing our lives, which is I think what a lot of us are doing, a lot of us have accepted a clearly defined story from someone else, maybe a parent, maybe a teacher, maybe someone else that we looked up to when we were young, as being this is what your life should should be and has to be, and this is how it's clearly defined for you, and so this is what you should do with your life. And we've accepted that this this sort of vision of what our life should be, and all we've done is spent our lives managing ourselves on what it is that we have to do and should do to reach towards that vision that isn't even authentically ours. We haven't even owned our leadership role in our lives of questioning what we truly want out of life and what is truly possible for us in life. And so all we've spent our time in life doing is managing. And these are uh, this leads to a lot of what I see as be people-pleasing behavior, So a lot of people that I I see defining themselves as being people pleasers, it's because they have accepted a role from someone else as being the leader of their life. So they have this inauthentic story that's leading their life that's not even their story that they accepted from someone else. And then they've just spent their life managing trying to make that story possible for themselves while ignoring the leader within them that wants to question the boundaries of that story, that wants to lead their own life by asking questions, innovating, being creative, asking the questions, and looking at the new possibility. And so what ends up happening is I see people in their lives kind of falling into two camps. Most people, because they're following traditional stories of leadership, fall into the camp where they are becoming people pleasers and living these unfulfilled, inauthentic lives, which is why I do the authenticity coaching. Because of the fact that So many of you out there have fallen into this role of just managing, surviving a story of life that was handed to you, and managing the actions that you should and have to take in order to make that story true for your life, but you don't even really want it to be true. You're suppressing and denying and rejecting your internal leader. But at the same time, what I see also happening is people slipping into leadership roles in their lives where they innovate, they create, they... They ask the questions, they create these visions for themselves of here's what I'm, here's what I want to do with my life, here's what I want to question, here's the other ideas of life that I want to be true for me. But then they don't bring in the management aspect of their team to manage taking the actions towards that vision. So we kind of need both in our life, in our own personal development. So this not only applies to when we're talking about government, when we're talking about jobs and careers, when we're talking about, you know, teams and communities, this also applies very clearly in how we approach our own personal development. If we do not clearly define the difference between leadership and management, then we're going, our lives are going to feel like either A, we're just following a story that was handed to us and we're just managing, managing, managing a life and feeling unfulfilled. Or we might slip into just a leadership role and we're just constantly asking questions and coming up with new ideas and seeing all these new possibilities. But then we're like, what do I do with it? How do I do it? And then we just sit in an action and we don't actually do anything to manage ourselves, to 
manage our emotional experience of life to get out there and create the actions that will bring those ideas of the leader into fruition in our lives. And so I think this is important to understand this idea of leadership, that it is important that we all see that we are all leaders in life, especially within our own life. And that if we do not clearly define the, the, the difference between leadership and management, we're going to end up feeling frustrated and stagnant in our fulfillment in life, in our growth in life, and how we approach our personal development. But also understanding, not only do we need to understand the difference between these two goals, but that they both need each other. We can't just manage our lives and never allow ourselves to lead them. When we just manage our lives and never allow ourselves to lead them, we end up feeling unfulfilled. We end up leading these people-pleasing, inauthentic lives where we're just surviving a life and then we end up, you know, trying to numb out of these lives that we feel unfulfilled in because we're not doing the things that are truly important for us, that we truly value, that we truly want to create in life, that we truly want to question are possible for us in life. And instead, what we're doing is we're just managing a story, surviving a story of life that isn't true for us. And this leads to a lot of this internal rejection which leads to a lot of this buffering behavior that I talk to you guys about all of the time where we're just constantly feeling this internal rejection and this pull towards something that we want in life that we're not going towards. And we feel this this internal conflict, this internal battle going on that we're rejecting and trying to suppress and trying to suppress the fear of what it is that we truly want in life and trying to suppress the frustration of not going after it. And so we're just numbing out with food and alcohol and television and sex and social media and etc. This leads to a lot of this behavior. So when we live lives where we're just focusing on management, we can see that it leads us down a path of feeling very unfulfilled, feeling very stuck in surviving a life, managing a life that is not authentic to us. But if we also, on the other hand, don't see that we can't just slip into the role of leader without also recognizing that we need to bring in the role of management, then we will end up living a life where we constantly have these goals, these visions that we're allowing ourselves to explore, but then we never take the consistent actions to create them in our lives. And so we feel frustrated. We feel like we can't trust ourselves. We feel like you know, we we can't have any consistency in our lives and we feel afraid of our lives and we feel like, you know, um, we're broken somehow that we can't get out there and do the things that we want to do in life. So it's about understanding that both of these roles need each other and balancing the two. And I want you to begin considering today where you are in your life with your personal development. Are you someone that sees yourself as being just a follower in life And so therefore, you don't own your own leadership in your own life. Are you someone who sees yourself as a leader and you're constantly questioning, you're constantly asking, you know, looking for more in your life, but you don't see yourself taking consistent action towards the visions, the goals, the dreams that you have? Where are you falling in this personal development? Have you truly looked at your definition of what leadership is? Have you truly looked at the difference between management and leadership and how you are going to effectively embody both in your own personal development? Have you learned how to balance both roles in your life? Have you learned how to balance the the strengths of both roles in your life and to know at which times it's important 
to focus more on management and which times it's more important to focus more on leadership, which times in life it's important to have a balance of both? Have you effectively learned where your skill set is in both areas, management and leadership, where you want to strengthen your management skills, where you want to strengthen your leadership skills, where you want to look to other people like coaches to help you with strengthening your leadership or management skills to be able to effectively lead and manage your own life. I want to ask you all today to take a look at this. Has your confusion of the difference between management and leadership, or not seeing that there is, just using them synonymously, caused you to be living in a life where you are focusing solely on managing or focusing solely on leading, or neither, and you're just out there waiting for someone else to lead and manage your life for you. I want you to think about this today as we open up this series on talking about what leadership is. I want you to begin today to look at your own life, your own personal development. I want you to look, if you're someone out there that is in a leadership or a management role, in life out there with other people underneath you as people that you are leading, I won't even say underneath you, do you have a group of people that you are leading or managing? And I want you to think about the difference between these two and which role you're trying to embody, where are your strengths at? Which role are you actually trying to take on here? Where is it that you need to surround yourself with someone who fills in the gaps of where your management or leadership skills are lacking right now? How much of them do you want to strengthen? How much do you want to lead versus manage? How much do you want to manage versus lead? Can you distinguish between the two roles, whether it be an external one or whether it be in your own personal development? I want us to begin thinking about this today because I really see that there is this this issue out there of us using the term leadership synonymously with management. And I think this has a lot to do with the fact that we have lived under a model of leadership that is very militaristic, that is about micromanagement. And we're going to talk more about this next week, how this model of leadership is causing some issues for us out there and how we structure leadership, but also in how we approach our personal development. But for this week, I want you to begin to consider the difference between management and leadership and how this applies to your own life and how you may or may not be owning your roles as manager and leader and what the difference between the two are and understanding that they don't need to work against each other and that it's not one is better than the other and it's not that when you're more in one role than the other, that this, this you know, means that you have to stay in that role. And it doesn't mean that if you have more strengths in management and less in leadership, that you can't develop the skills in the other one and that you can't look to other people to help you to do so. And that we want a balance of both in our life in order to effectively approach evolution and change and achieving goals that we set out for ourselves. I want you all to begin to consider the model of balancing leadership and management, understanding the clear boundaries between the two and how we embody and balance them within our own personal development, but then also how we look at it on an external level. Are you looking to managers in your life to be leaders and feeling frustrated? Are you looking to leaders in your life to be managers and feeling frustrated? Are you someone who's wanting to lead and expecting yourself to also be an excellent manager and therefore feeling like you're not up to the task of leading? 
Are you someone who wants to manage people and thinks that this means that you are also a great leader, and then you feel frustrated because you can't lead people? You feel like you're not leading people, and therefore you're not a great manager. I want you to begin to think about this, and how maybe it's time that we start to look at these roles as being very different, but also needing each other, so that we can begin to clearly define how we can play these roles out, both in our personal development and in how we will lead and manage teams, communities, governments, jobs out there with other people. So as we open up this series on leadership, this is this is what I want to call you to begin doing today is first of all distinguishing management from leadership. Because we can't talk about leadership if we're constantly confusing it with what management is. All right? So, that's what I've got for you all today. I've got more coming to you next week where we're going to talk a little bit more about how we clearly define leadership and how what makes effective leadership versus some of the models that we've been taught of leadership in the past and how those are sort of affecting our ability to show up as effective leaders within our own lives and also to see people that could be effective leaders in life around us. But for today, I want you all to begin to consider... How much have you been sort of meshing these two terms together and confusing them and then feeling frustrated and stuck in your own personal development or in how you view yourself as a leader or manager out there with other people or in how you view managers and leaders out there that are managing or leading you? I want you to begin to clearly see the difference between these two terms, but also how they are both necessary for each other so that we can begin to use management and leadership in a way where we create unstoppable, innovative, creative, and inspiring growth for ourselves in our own lives and in society and the world around us. Guys, leadership is an exciting thing. Management is an exciting thing. And I want for us to be able to really, I want us to begin to be able to use both of these in a way that truly makes humanity unstoppable on a societal level, on a global level, and on an individual level. And it begins with us, like I said, being able to distinguish the difference between management and leadership. So that's where I'm going to leave you all today. Start to think about it. Start to question it. If you want some help, If you want some direction in how this applies to your own personal development, your own sort of path and where you are in your personal development, and where you might be feeling stuck or frustrated or unfulfilled in your personal development, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Part of authenticity coaching is me helping you to see not only where you want to lead yourself in life, but also how you want to manage yourself, your emotional experience of life, your actions, to be able to lead yourself towards the goals, the visions that you set for yourself once you freed yourself from the old stories of what is possible for you. So my friends, this is exciting stuff here. Stay tuned next week. I've got more coming to you all about leadership for this week. Let's leave it here. There is a difference between leadership and management. We need both out there and in our own personal development in life. And being able to distinguish the difference between the two roles and figure out how they help each other out is a massive key to success in being able to grow and evolve and consistently create action towards new vision, new goals that we set for ourselves. Let's make ourselves unstoppable here, guys. And I'm here to help you out. 
All right. I love you all. And until we meet again here next week to talk about leadership. Ciao. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the content of this podcast. If you did, please subscribe so that you're one of the first people to know when I release a new episode each week. If you have any questions or if you have interest in learning more about the coaching that I do with my clients one-on-one, then just head over to my website at www.lifecoachseth.com. That's www.lifecoachseth.com. There you're going to have the ability to reach out to me for questions that you might have, or to book your free discovery call with me to discuss what one-on-one coaching with me might be like for you. You can also check out and order your copy of my book to get a taste of what I'm all about as a person and as a coach. I'm so happy that you joined us today, and I hope to have you here again next week. So until then, let authenticity be the guide to your most unstoppable and fulfilling journey of life. 